Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me on Faith to Live By. As we approach Christmas Day and the reason that we Christians celebrate this day, I want to share with you on Faith to Live By what it really means to look at Jesus, the Son of God. I want to share some insights with you on the forerunner of Jesus, or I should say maybe the forerunners or how each person played out in Jesus' life. John the Baptist, John's parents, um, Zacharias and Elizabeth, and uh, ending with the mother of Jesus, Mary. You know, God our Father makes no mistakes in whom He chooses. Throughout Scripture, He exposes the lives of ordinary men and women and uses them to usher in His great events. And we, His people, 2,000 years later, can read these wonderful stories from Scripture and learn from them, apply them to our own personal lives, and really see God at work in our lives. What we read and learn about the life of Jesus and what we apply through letting the Holy Spirit have his way in our lives will make all the difference in the kind of life that we live here on this earth and the kind of impact that we will have. So let us not wait until the new year to effect change. Let us begin today as we search God's word and simply believe it by applying it. True life always begins by looking to Jesus. Hebrews tells us looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. I would like to ask you today, this morning, which way are you looking and to whom are you looking? The Word of God has much to say about the little word look. Look simply means to direct one's gaze or to search or to stare at. In Hebrews 12, 2, we are instructed to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. Jesus is not to be some figment of our imagination or just uh, known as a great teacher who once lived and walked this earth. He is to be our commander-in-chief. He is to be the one whose life we imitate, his character, his love, and his strength. We cannot know what it means to look to Jesus if we don't know him. And we won't look to Jesus if our lifestyle is such that when looking to him, it brings us shame. We start with, O Lord, look on me a sinner and save me. The look of Jesus upon our life starts with our looking for him and looking to him. This wonderful life that we now have with Jesus and the journey we enjoy with the Holy Spirit of God began a long ago when God took Abraham outside of the tent and said, Look up at the heavens and count the stars, if indeed you can count them. Then he said to him, So shall your offspring be. And then it goes on to say, Abram believed the Lord and he credited it to him as righteousness. The covenant of our Lord began with the instruction to look up 
at the heavens. We still have that same wonderful promise today. When things go wrong, beloved, all around us and they don't go as we planned, God still invites us to look up. Things can never be or they are never really as bad as they seem when you redirect your gaze. Look up to God and for God, not down and around to your circumstances, your problems or your perplexities. Yes, they may be real, very real. You may be facing illness, financial strain, marital problems, guilt, loneliness. The list can go on and on. But we still have the promise of Jesus in all these things. But we have to look to him. We have to believe that he is real and more real than our problems. For you see, he is not subject to change, but the problems are. They are subject to change when you allow Jesus to become involved. He will help if you ask him. As we have the promise of God to look up and to look to the one who created such a heaven, he also warns us to look away from the things of this old world that can actually harm us and deceive us. In the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, the angels of the Lord rescued Lot and his family from the coming devastation. In Genesis chapter 19, it is recorded that Lot hesitated in escape, and the men or the angels of the Lord, it says, grasped his hand in the hands of his wife and two daughters and led them safely out of the city, for the Lord was merciful to them. The story goes on to say that as soon as the angels the angels of the Lord had brought them out, one of the angels said, Flee for your lives and don't look back, and don't stop anywhere in the plain. Flee to the mountains. In other words, run as far away from this wickedness as you possibly can. And once the Lord brings us out of wickedness and sin, we are not to look back to sin. If we do, we we are, the word says, unfruitful, unproductive, and it can eventually cost us our lives. If not in this life, physical death, surely the spiritual death. In verse 26 of this same chapter in Genesis, it is also recorded, But Lot's wife looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. I have often thought how sad it is that Scripture doesn't even record her name. She didn't obey and flee the longing in her heart. Though she left the city, her heart was still in it, and she fell under the judgment of God with one look back. In the words of Remember Lot's Wife, spoken in Luke 17.32, Jesus held her up as a warning to all who trifle with his offer of salvation to flee the wickedness of this world. Don't look back, beloved, at the things of this world which do not satisfy, but will eventually destroy or make us unfruitful and unproductive for the kingdom of God. We not only have the promise to look up and believe God and the warning not to look back, but we can experience the wonderful look of astonishment at the things of God and his call upon our lives. God is an astonishing God, and he does wonderful, astonishing things in our lives if we will only take the time to look. If you want to be encouraged today, read Exodus chapter 3 regarding Moses and the burning bush. In verse 4 it says, When the Lord saw that he, Moses, had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. 
And it, then it goes on and says, when Moses looked, you know, he discovered the voice of God. When we notice and look to the things of God, He will take notice and look at us and show us great and astonishing things. But we must take the time and effort to look. Psalm 34, 5 says, Those who look to Him are radiant, and their faces are never covered with shame. Let us also, beloved, say with the Apostle Paul, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Whatever your disappointment or discouragement, or hopefully even your joy, look unto Jesus. Cry out for His help and His promise to save you in all of your troubles and to keep you in all of your joys. For though weeping may endure for a night, He says in His word, and I promise you His word is true, and that that joy will return and be full as you look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith, indeed the very author of your faith. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636.